0: So RuPaul (laughs) Andre Charles (laughs) oh my goodness we are back we've got some special guests the B-52 oh my god I gotta tell you you know um tell me I you know I moved to Atlanta Georgia when I was uh a kid and when I was uh 15 years old and then uh starting you know music theater school and then eventually I I moved out on my own to Midtown when I was about 21 Midtown Atlanta and was around all these bohemian kids and all these kids this is uh, I was 21 in 1982 so all these kids from all over the South came to Atlanta to make a career in show business because of the success of the b-52s because um they had had a big hit with rock Lobster in 1980 so literally
1: got in they were the beginning of my punk rock
0: movement yes. So, um, it, they hold such a special place in and, my heart, and we've been friends for many years, and uh, uh, they're our guests today on the so show.
1: Th- it's such a thrilling It would be like if the Go Go's were on the show. It's that the B 52s were just as important to me growing up as the Go Go's, Madonna, and Cyndi Lauper. And I'm talking about my youth and maybe journey I'd throw in there too as How a about singer. Big and Daddy Pat, Kane. B- that came after, though. If ah. you think about it, Pat Benatar, Kane came probably when I was driving, so 85. High, uh-huh. like for me, yeah. although I do like early Big Daddy Kane. But yeah. I mean, really, that whole album, that's the Private Idaho album i think rock no Lobster, i think isn't private it?
0: idaho Kid came it was the second it was the second yeah
1: that those two albums i can't differentiate them in my head it's but it's been a long time it has those two yeah. albums are the ones that started my punk rock movement
0: well you um a lot of people know me from uh the uh, love shack love shack video that uh i think I, I may tell that story actually <laughs> uh, uh, uh the, before yeah but, uh, uh, yeah, no, they're very, very special. And it's interesting. Um, you live long enough. You get to meet all of the people. You know, I think what you put out in the world comes back to you. So, you know, uh, having moved to Atlanta and, and started my career and, and we you know, it was in bands that really emulated uh, what they were doing. Right. Uh, eventually, they caught wind of it and. Uh, so maybe Rock, yeah, Rock Lobster desist, was on. Or uh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah. Was
1: on Wild Planet. Uh-huh. Rock Lobster, I think you're right. And then Cosmic Thing maybe was the-
0: The Cosmic Thing was the- uh, Private Idaho? No, no, no. Cosmic Thing was 89. That was, oh, that uh, was Love Shack. Love Shack, yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, was it
0: Mesopotamia or, uh, mes- I can't say that word, Mesopotamia. Like um, the world- like, Mesopotamia, right? Like it was, wasn't ancient Egypt Mesopotamia?
1: All that whole. Go ahead, say yeah. it again. Like Mesopotamia. Uh, yeah. Private yeah. <laughs> Idaho was on that same album. Oh, it was. It's uh, uh yeah. Uh, I know this is relevant, but Re- Devil in My Car, Keish Lorraine, uh huh, was all on that um, Wild Planet album. That's yeah, so so great. Honestly,
0: so great, so great, and they're still touring, and they're still. Doing the thing, and now they, have, of course, started in in Athens, Georgia. Mm-hmm. But and and we're going to get into all of that, you know. But um, but you did eventually get to meet the the Go Go's, didn't you?
1: No, no, you I met Belinda, Belinda on, on your show. show, yeah. And it was, I've talked about this. I even talked about it in my book. It was the most disappointing thing that ever happened to me because she oh, was, you
0: talked about it in the book. I did. It was huh. so.
1: She was so like rude to me. But you know better. You know not know, to
0: meet but... your your idols.
1: Actually, when I was that was I was 26 years old, I didn't know better. Uh. At 26, I was like, I wanted to tell her what she meant to me. I tried to do it to Stevie Nicks too, who had wanted no part of it at, <laughs> at the Grammys as well. But it's like when somebody they might not give a shit, but when somebody affects you so deeply the way the yeah. go-go's did and Stevie Nicks did, and for me it was really about the go-go's. Um, I wanted to share that. And that moment was just like Ugh, that when Pat Benatar came on the RuPaul show, yeah. I was scared to death. She was incredible to the point that like after I had met her and she signed my album, um, I was at Disney doing like with my family and she was performing in the middle of downtown Disney. I walked by and she screams in the microphone. Hi, Michelle. Uh-huh, like,
0: uh-huh. when
1: does that happen? Yeah. Pat Benatar is amazing. So I am sure Belinda is different than she was in 1996. Yeah. But at that moment, but you're different, too. Me.
0: You're different, too. And, you know, I've told. You Many times, uh, the best compliment someone can give me is to not come and tell me what I mean to them, is to look me in the eye and, and give me the thumbs up. Yeah. Because that says it all. Because I can feel, I can feel, I'm a sensitive person, I can feel people. I know exactly... What they are saying, without them even saying it.
1: Yeah, but most people aren't. You can't. Well, assume. most people, most
0: kids don't know. I mean, they people get excited, and I know the feeling. I've done it myself, yeah. I've, I, and I've been disappointed myself I by know. people who have well, just hurt my feelings. Yes. And I think, oh my God, I'll never do that again. No,
1: and that's when I learned, and I'm glad because was that the last time? That was the last time because I think Pat Benatar was before Belinda. I can't remember, but when it happened, I just didn't. Um, gush in the beginning i just brought my cd and said hey i'd love for you to sign my greatest hits yeah and neil gerardo her husband was so pissed off because apparently they made some deal with them they were on chrysalis Uh and they were really upset that they put out that they weren't getting money on whatever so he turned it over and signed it on the wrong side so it wouldn't play and i was so upset that he did that
0: oh because you brought him a, 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 a cd that was issued without their consent i
1: think maybe yeah so Pat looks at him and she's like, why did you do that? And he's like, oh, send her another one. But like he did it on purpose. Yeah. You know that if you write on the silver side, it won't play. Right. So that's what had happened. And Pat was like very apologetic. and And um, then Belinda came. And that was the moment for me to strike because I was like, this Uh has been my idol since
0: 1980. Yeah. Or 81.
1: It was 81. I was a baby because they had been around since the late 70s yeah. the Go-Go's so when it happened it was like this this is it this yeah, is my moment right? I didn't cry I wasn't like I've been around people who are shaking and crazy yeah. it wasn't that moment it was literally like I can't tell you how much your music has done for me as an entertainer you know like that I can't thank you enough and uh, she literally was like mm, just oh okay <laughs> i got nothing but i wasn't yeah. taking into consideration what her day had been like who yeah. knows what she because she'd been through a lot in her life sure. who knows what she was going through but but you're you asked me at the beginning of this if that ended that was the last time
0: all it takes is really a couple times yeah. you know um and for for you know even
1: gaga i didn't go insane like so lovely to meet you and some of our great guest judges i have been really excited you've been excited yeah but I'm I'm able to now control myself.
0: I you know what? I don't say anything to anybody mm. anymore. I don't say anything to anybody. Well, you know why? Because I don't fucking care. Yeah.
1: But it took you to get to that yeah, point.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm old. I'm old. And actually I've met all of my heroes. I don't have any more to go. I don't True. there's nobody I can imagine going up to. Who okay, I mean, I've, i you can imagine. David Bowie going, was a big one for big you. Big one for you, but I'm trying to think of who what new Dolly, person. you got excited about Dolly when you I met did, her. Yes, yes, yes. But I kept it I kept it real and kept it. Cute. Calm, cool, collected. Yes, yes. And three, C-cubed. But I'm trying to think of if there's anyone new that I would do that with.
1: There's nobody new that I would do that with at this point uh, in time. I love Gaga, but um, I was able to have a paced, normal relationship right. with her. But I don't feel, I'm not that person anymore. That also, those that fangirling stuff started like really young. For me, it's musical theater. Like when I see Bernadette or Cheetah or people like that, those are the people that I really want not have to gush. Have you met Cheetah
0: or Bernadette?
1: I only met Bernadette on the RuPaul show. But for me back then, it wasn't the obsession that I grew to have over the years. Right. So it was different. But I would love to talk to her because her career has been so amazing and what she's been through. Have
0: you met Audra McDonald?
1: I have not met her personally, but I revere that woman. And that voice is insanity. Yes. Really it is. But there's a lot of um, theater people that I'd love for us to get on and talk to. And those are the people now that I like obsess over but not in a dangerous way the way i was with madonna for so many years
0: Uh huh. so if you met madonna would you could you control yourself in
1: in tea, i
0: don't want to meet her yeah because you know she'd be uh, so mean to you horrible she'd and it be would be so mean h-
1: horrible <laughs> and it would ruin there, everything there would be blood yeah there would be blood and it just it would be the moment the hot knife through better butter stuck through my heart because so, for me
0: that's why you don't want to meet do her. do not
1: want to meet her and yeah. i have a friend that works with her and i and, and I'm just like no, yeah. not. I really don't want to. I, I know it sounds like I'm full of shit. I don't.
0: No, I understand yeah. because the truth is, when a person is enamored with someone, it, what it is is you, you you project your fantasy of them. Uh, you project your, your fantasy onto them. It's not. It's not real. It's not real. And yeah. the, the 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 fantasy is real, but you can't expect the fantasy that lives inside your mind and in your heart to uh, actually um, talk back at you. And you have to revere that. You yes. have to. Honor that fantasy, and um, and don't not break that break that fourth wall. No, because I've
1: had many dreams this is being completely honest of her taking me under her wing and being Of Madonna yeah, taking you oh, like you
0: are out of your mind. Yeah,
1: no, m- over years. I mean, uh-huh. this has gone on since 1984. Uh-huh. Give me a break.
0: Can you imagine a woman uh, her taking a woman under her? It would wing? never happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would never happen. <laughs> I always imagined myself being her protege and uh-huh. like I she's getting me right re- it's obviously a Eve Harris. Yeah, exactly. This ship has sailed. <laughs> Many times out of the same port. But uh, I know it would never happen. But these were the dreams that I would have that, like, I was always ready to be the next her or be yeah. her underling. And then I would have dreams. That we were hanging out. We became friends. It was never sexual. It was always just like, I, she, because she was always who I wanted to be. Yeah. Since that first album came out, it was like obsessed with her and everything in her style. But what I loved always most, it was not her voice. What I loved most about her was her. Balls. Yeah, her ballsiness. Her not giving a fuck. Yeah, I lo- I that spoke to me so well, loudly. That is
0: what really when when people what people really identify with in their stars. Voice, um, talent, ability. That is secondary, maybe even thirdary. to to what the person represents. That's yes. why certain great singers. I mean, great singers um, don't get a chance in this business because they don't have a platform to stand on. They don't have a voice, more or something that speaking, people can identify can connect with. Yeah. That's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. So many great singers just gone.
1: Great, great. But, but that's why these TV shows, these the voice, the X Factor, all these shows around the world don't ever launch stars because the voices are incredible, but the personas are not. I'm not talking right. about what they look like fat enough, skinny enough, tall enough, short enough. I'm talking about there's no. Passion in them right. that you go, oh my God!
0: Because when we talk about Madonna, what she really represents is, in if you want to break it down. She is, and I've said this before, she is that mean girl in high school who you want to be, and the yeah. and the one that you fantasize about being yes. when you're dancing around in front of the mirror, right. where the one that you fantasize about being when a guy asks you out, and you go, um, really. I don't think so. Right. It's that that she embodies that part of our personality yes, that
1: we're all too scared to be.
0: Yes, for so the we most part. we can live that through her, and I think all pop stars represent these different parts of our personality that we are maybe ashamed to bring out, or or just too scared, yeah. to bring but, out.
1: But that's why I get so upset these days. Um, in 2017 with people telling her, Madonna in particular, and, and listen, if she does something stupid, I'm not going to defend her. I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm, I'm a 48-year-old woman. Like, I know what's right and wrong. But at the same time, I feel like why ageism is very real. It's alive mm-hmm. in the world, not just Hollywood. Hollywood just gets the most attention mm-hmm. because it's a very high-profile gig being in the business. But if Madonna wants to dress like that at 58, why should she not? Who's saying it's right or wrong? you're saying it's wrong because you wouldn't do it or you're embarrassed for her right. but that doesn't make it wrong it makes it something that you wouldn't
0: do no it doesn't make it wrong but does it make is it wrong that people uh give her her crap about it i mean d- d- if she can she has the right to do that but don't people have the right to talk crap about because our sexism yeah. and our ageism is inherent in us we, and most people don't even realize they're doing it yeah. we're it's like we're program like a computer that kind of uh, that those attitudes sexism racism all that stuff you're allowed to it's it's, it's
1: opinions too of course everybody's going to have their opinion but i feel like part of me is like if she look would i wear it at my age and i'm 10 years younger absolutely not yes would i wear it with her body if I had her body, yeah. I might just. Right. But that doesn't make it right or wrong. It's what she wants to do. I see. So every comment is, "Bitch, you are too old to be wearing right. that." Yeah. But like, why is she told? Because we made up a rule in our heads in our society that at the age of, let's say, twenty eight, you can no longer wear your tits out or your ass out or your stomach showing. Right. She works out like a mad woman.
0: Yeah, she's working out right now, by the way. She is. Yeah. And with
1: that new booty, just yeah. saying.
0: Uh, you talked about. I don't. I don't believe that's a 100%. new booty. I don't think that's. I think that she's put on a little weight and- she's put on a little weight she put she you don't put on weight just in your ass right i knew that did i show you the video you did show me the video I yes it again but um listen the reason people say that is because they it makes them feel uncomfortable the reason people yeah. don't like anything or want to come is because it makes them feel comfortable because they, they have a hard time seeing a, a woman who's in her 50s Look sexy, I guess, or look provocative. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for them. Yeah, you know. I don't understand
1: that. But then again, that's not me. You know, you feel more
0: you feel more comfortable with a lot of things than most people do.
1: That's true. That's why I'm saying it's it's not. But when I look at it, but look at
0: Jane Fonda. Look at Jane Fonda. Gorgeous, gorgeous,
1: gorgeous. Gorgeous. She's
0: got a flat stomach.
1: Gore. How does she have a flat stomach? Uh, Did you ever buy one of her videos? Yeah, she still does it.
0: Well, but did you ever read her book? She talked about you know doing the old uh, one two down the throat. Somebody's
1: got to do. Oh, yeah. well, that. Listen, eating disorders are huge in this industry. Yeah, and when you talk about it, you help people. I've always been vocal about my my eating disorder past. And, I've seen you eat. You have. You've yeah. seen it, so you you know where I can go when I'm when I'm not good. Okay, um, we got
0: we got to take a real quick, quick break after that But Uplifting let me just you have let to me say finish. That. Yes,
1: the point is. You do persevere. You do win in the end. You figure out what works for you, and you make it. Look at Jane Fonda; it looks amazing. She has oh the money God. to do whatever she wants, and I'm sure yeah. she's done a little bit of yeah. whatever. Oh, she
0: wants. a little bit. Are you kidding?
1: But at the end, Madonna could do whatever she wants, and she yeah. could dress the. At the end of the day, it doesn't affect us. Right. Let them be happy. It's not affecting me if Madonna wants to wear a bikini on the red
0: carpet. That whole industry of of talking about celebrities, all that, the gossip things, they're built on the ability to talk about these people's lives to distract. I wasn't even
1: talking about those. Well, to
0: distract ourselves. From our own mundane lives. True. So the people who have these comments, they're doing their job. They don't want to talk about their lives. You I know ain't what talking I mean?
1: about people who get paid for it. That's a whole different game. I understand You mean that. The, the I'm g- talking special. about just comments.
0: Yeah, but you know, I, listen, at the grocery store, I I, I I try to turn my head because... Uh, I love Madonna's new ass.
1: <laughs> I am so excited for it. Like, I'm here for it all day.
0: All right, we're going to take a real quick break. We'll be right back. Square baby. They child—they <laughs> are just revolutionary. I love it so much. And so many of our listeners have made beautiful websites with their Squarespace uh, template. It's so easy. Uh, uh, the drag and drop. and it, uh, it, You just like saying that. I do. I love saying that. It's so simple to do. Yes. You guys go on over to Squarespace.com. Listen, when you're ready to purchase a plan, get 10% off with the offer code RU. Squarespace.com, honey. Offer code RU are you you won't regret it michelle you like extra money don't you uh you see me work in the corner (laughs) well you should try lyft you know the ride sharing app that lets you be your own boss you pick your own hours and you earn up to 1500 bucks a week by driving your own car what if i have a smart car that, that'll work, too. That works. Okay. It all works. Okay. And we have a special offer for you. Sign up today at lift.com slash rue, and you'll get a $500 new driver bonus after you complete 100 rides in 30 days. $500? $500. $500. So go to lift.com slash rue and sign up today. That's
1: Lyft with a Y.
0: Oh, yes. We got to say that. L-Y-F-T we are back now we've got the b52s coming up in Yay! just a minute but uh Michelle I wanted to t- I went to the grocery store like last- you were talking about etiquette in the airport i I went to the grocery store last night and you know um oh, it just it it kills me. When people leave their basket, they, they leave their basket in the middle of the thing and then they go and pick something up. It's a habit I guess everyone got from their mother. I may or may not have done that. I know. Everybody does. You've I don't never do done it. it? I don't do You've that. You've never done no, it? No, I pull my thing over to the side so that people can get through. And it's the same with just people, plain if- old civility. Even if my car, I don't leave my car in the middle of the highway so I can go, go grab a gallon of milk, you know. Milk. Or, or whatever. Um <laughs> I just can't stand it. And it's like... Um, it's a pet peeve. We're all here. not even a pet peeve. It's just... Why would you leave it in the middle because, of the aisle?
1: Oh, you mean the... I, I was talking about the checkout where I run and get one thing I forgot. No, no, no. I'm not talking oh, about okay, that. okay. What you
0: talking about? I'm talking about... People leaving their basket in the middle of the aisle. To go and get their thing. As a satellite. Yes. To go, they'll go do something <laughs> and they just leave it there.
1: Yeah, it's annoying. It's, it's beyond annoying. It's selfish. It just, it's selfish yeah. and it
0: shows that it's indicative of where we are today in this uh, uh, society? entitled yeah. society yeah. where people think the world revolves around them. Yep, and I, agree. I And I, for this whole thing to work, especially in Los Angeles or in a major city in New York, you have to be part of the civilization. You can't be a lone wolf. Yeah. And if we have a, a city of lone wolves. That's anarchy. Yeah.
1: So that we were talking about airport etiquette off mic because I told you I wanted to talk about it. And where it started from is, you know, they call them gate lice the ones who wait right at the gate for them to call zone one so instead of sitting and waiting till they call your yeah, zone the right. gate lice are there and they just they're building a fortress that you cannot get through uh-huh. so if you're a business class and those gate lice are up there you're like excuse me I need to yeah. get on right now they're yeah. just barely making a little thing for you to get in so yeah. I get on the airplane and I'm sitting in business class, luckily enough, and I'm sitting next to this older woman of color. Now, she had an attitude with me the minute I got on that plane. Uh I don't know why I didn't do anything. She was on the window. I was in the aisle. Um, I had my headphones on most of the time doing my thing. Now, we were in the last seat and it was a bumpy, bumpy ride, but Uh then they even, the pilot even had them sit down and and cut off all service. That's how bumpy it was. Uh As it's okay, she gets up and comes over to take our breakfast order. Now, mind you, I wasn't going to eat anything. Mm -hmm. I'm a vegan, and I'm gluten-free. I don't like airplane food. Mm -hmm. With that said, this is just the the principle.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I come first. I'm on the aisle. Mm -hmm. She's in the window. Mm -hmm. The lady says, we've got two things to choose from. You can have the cereal or the omelet, but there's only one omelet left. The minute she even finished that sentence, the lady goes, I'll have the omelet! Uh So she took the last omelet. Uh Mind you, That was my omelet if I wanted it. Uh I didn't. But that in itself made me crack up because bitch was on her Uh. in two seconds flat. I was cracking up. But then Uh. my favorite part came when it got bumpy again. And you know that they have the water bottles on. on, Yes. Yeah. Hers fell into my lap Uh in on my vagina. Oh. In between my legs. Okay. She reached into my lap. With her hand. And grab the water out Uh of my vagina.
2: Oh, boy. Instead
1: of saying... Oh, I'm so sorry. Obviously, it wasn't her fault. It was bumpy. Yeah. But she just grabbed into my lap and grabbed the water off my lap. Was she a gynecologist? I, I don't know what she was, but she was just not having me. Yeah. Unless that was just her attitude in life. But I swear to God, I didn't do anything to her. Yeah. She was just eyeballing me up and down. I was like, I didn't do anything. I just thought it was the funniest thing that she stole my omelet. She checked my uvula. Uh-huh. Well, that's in my throat. She yeah. checked my uterus. Yes. That's in my vagina. And, um, and,
0: okay, so if you were casting this woman, who would play her? Um, uh, Anna Maria Horsford? Uh, you know who that younger, is? Younger, younger. You know who that is? Yes, of course. From A-Man. Yes. Uh-huh. I
1: love her. I
0: love her. She She's a friend of mine, am- actually. Is she? Yes. Oh, my God. She love was the only her. reason
1: to watch A-Man. Yes. She was amazing. She's yeah. was on a lot of other stuff. And the stuff, intro too. to
0: the show. I love the intro to that show. Uh, he was
1: so sexy. He's, he's, well, he's
0: a Clifton Davis yes. Jr., but the sing, the song, mm-hmm. intro, it's sung by Roz Ryan, I believe. Is it? Yeah. But anyway, oh, well, anyway, that's
1: another great sitcom that
0: never gets it, yeah, mentioned. that never gets Um Was it a take? Was it a spinoff of Give Me a Break? No, it wasn't.
1: It was a spinoff of something, wasn't it, or I don't no? Know. Anyway, but anyway, so should she play, play a younger one with a tighter curl? Um, so, a tighter Anna Marie Horse Maybe the, uh, what's her name? The mother on 227? Uh, Regina. Regina m- King?
0: Her mother. Her mother? Oh, oh, the woman. Yes. I don't remember her name.
1: Yes. I loved her. No. Yes. She oh, wasn't. Wait, no, 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 She no. wasn't the one from Family Matters. No. Oh, her
0: mother. Oh, that's Marla Gibbs.
1: No. Yeah. Then it wouldn't be Marla Gibbs. I'm messing it up. I was thinking of the woman on Family Matters, the
0: mother. I th- you know what? You know what, Michelle? Jo- jo I know Marie, Marie Horse so well, jo Marie. Michelle. What? That's who I was thinking when you said that.
1: <laughs> that's what you were thinking. I swear what?
0: to you. That's how you know me. When you said that, that's who I was thinking. But we, but Marla Gibbs was, was the, mother the mother on Two Two Seven, right?
1: I mean, who can you forget? Yeah, you Marla know, er, you isn't know, it Joe Marie?
0: Yes, Horsford? No, no. It's, it's, I think it is Joe Marie something. Look
1: it up. I'm looking. But up right you know, now.
0: the whole airport experience is just so awful. No, you
1: said Horsford from Anna Marie.
0: Yeah 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 um don't you know, just go back to this airport thing it is just the worst joe marie thing. payton does that sound right yeah that sounds right yes and for yes, that hair too yeah. yeah um gorgeous and some you know it brings out the worst in people I know it brings out the worst in flying me. yeah uh, travel airport experience yeah. you hate it I hate it yeah And uh, I'm not making excuses for this woman, but I think it does bring out the worst. No, it does. But
1: I, when I go to airports, because I feel like that, I try to go above and beyond to be calm,
0: to be respectful, because I know that I'm about to hit a barrage of insanity. That's right. That is the time when civility comes into play the most. And like I said, at the grocery store, in traffic, in the airport, on the airplane, we all have to do this together. We're not solo agent you can't just do what you want because that's what you do you it's, have to consider everyone else yes it's
1: just respect like respect. i she could have had my omelet but she jumped on Cause, that cause woman because you, you
0: can't eat omelets anyway no because they're
1: eggs but yeah. that, that wasn't even the point and the, the point. point was when she was looking at me asking me and the woman yes. goes i'll take the omelet
0: exactly
1: and i could have turned around and went what if I want the omelette?
0: Yeah, but... But, but let I me wasn't t- playing but that game. trust this, and I've said this about, uh, you know, the uh, 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 you know, the giant toddler, yes. is that whatever you put out into the world that is what you get back. If you are a compulsive liar, you will assume everyone else is lying to you. Right. If you are a nasty person and inconsiderate, you will assume everyone is being nasty and inconsiderate to you too. Yeah, she
1: wasn't a nice woman and I knew that straight away. So I knew you could feel you could feel the energy. Yeah. If you're coming off of somebody, yeah. you know, like I know instantly when you're not in a good mood right? because I could feel your energy. You don't have to know somebody to be
0: intuitive. Really. Chal, you know, I was thinking about this this morning. I, years ago, I did the Arsenio show mm-hmm. and I did it several times uh, in that first year of school. We got all that in kind of the audience. Stuff. Yes.
1: They didn't have seduction on there. They turned us
0: down. Oh, really? Yep. Well, um, CC and BB Wainans was on there once, right. and I remember. Uh, between, what did they have to say about you then? Well, between the breaks, there was they had a I don't know why they had a hot dinner smorgasbord backstage. Ooh, but I went over to look what the food was, and and Cece, the girl, the female, I don't know which one is which. BB, I think. I think it's CC. No, oh, CC is the I woman. Jack it yeah, up. uh, she, you know, and she's big Christian, all that stuff. She, um. She And I was in half drag. I had on my wig, I had on my makeup, but I had on pajamas. Right, okay. You know, because we, we because were about to shoot the show later. Not to mention, it's uncomfortable. She gave me so much shade. And I was just, you know, looking there. And she looked at me with this dirty, you know the look I'm talking about. Yep. Let, uh, let me show it to you right yeah, now. Yeah, Cece's okay. a woman. Here you go. Here, I'm going to show it to you right now. She was like. Yeah. <laughs> she gave me that stank shade. She certainly did. And I was thinking about it this morning because I saw one of her albums on And what a voice. ITunes. Yeah. Uh, um, And I was thinking, God, that was that. And, you know, isn't it funny how religious people, certain, you know, they are they can be all this kind of thing over here. Uh-huh. But, you know, um, any type of tolerance or any type of whatever. Uh, I was just about to say,
1: isn't it unchristian-like to be so judgmental of somebody because they don't believe what you believe?
0: That's what I thought. I'm not a Christian, but that's what I assumed it was. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. I, You know, maybe my assumption is do wrong. Do not judge others un- to, something like that yeah yeah judge others yeah until... I, I got you baby <laughs> <laughs> i am trying it's something like that yeah. you know but it's, it's not just a christian trait it is a human trait and that's why t- move your damn card out of the middle of the aisle and actually this motherfucker last night it wasn't even in the middle of the aisle; it was in the How's how you enter the aisle, right? And this this he was this guy was way down the other end of the aisle looking for. He wasn't even looking at. at yeah. Of course, yeah. Michelle. Let me tell you what he was doing. What he was
1: looking at his on his phone.
0: phone. He was looking and at his phone. and he left his
1: cart all the way down there, blocking. Yeah, the, maybe you know what?
0: Maybe his his grocery list was on his phone. That's probably my what it was. grocery list is on my phone. That's probably what it was. Yeah, but still, it's like move it to the side so other people can are we, here too. Can
1: we sidebar this for a minute yeah. about shopping on your phone? Yeah, because I use it's called the shop, on iPhone. It's called Shop Shop. Mm-hmm. And it's great because that's an app. It's it's an app. It's free. It's called yeah. Shop Shop. Each color is a different store. So like blue oh. is Whole Paycheck. Okay. Trader's Target yeah. Sprouts. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I've I've joined. Why would you go to Sprouts over Whole Paycheck? Much cheaper. Okay.
1: And tons of organics. Oh. The only thing is they're. Deli meats, like the girls like, they don't have the uncured and no nitrates. Nit- mm-hmm. So I have to go to Whole Foods for deli meats. Mm. But like there's this loaf of brioche bread. This is so boring, but I have to share this with you. Mm. Loaf of brioche bread that I get for the girls for lunch. It's eight ninety nine at Whole Foods. A loaf. A loaf. It's $4. nine dollars at Sprouts.
0: Okay. All right. Same
1: exact brand. Yeah. That's why. Do they so- have
0: that 360 um, store out where you are? You know, Whole Foods has their... They're, 365? They're, 365, yeah. yeah. They have that. But they have a store? They have a whole, over in Atwater Village here in Los Angeles, they have a store. And a 365 a, store. Yeah, of no. all their own products. No. Yeah.
1: They're really good products. I use my uh, laundry detergent. They're organic, and it's not more expensive than you'd pay for Tide, which is out of control. Mm. And it's really, really good, organic, and all that chemical crap free. So, anyway, mm-hmm. the point is, I've just joined. I was on a line. I go to Target too, because they have a lot of things that are really good there. There's an app. On Target called Cartwheel. It's separate. Now I'm a mom. That's a
0: Target app, right? Okay. So
1: what it does is, and Sprouts has one too, and they're all catching on. Target started it. Mm-hmm. So you, it sounds like it's a little bit more time, you know, extensive than the average thing, but it's worth it because what you do is, you go into the app. It's called Cartwheel by Target. You type in, to, type in like coffee, water, baking soda, whatever. Mm-hmm. It'll come up, and you just add it to your cart. And by the end, I've done, I've done three three shopping sprees and I've already saved $25.25.
0: Okay, so how does it save that money? Because it goes to find the cheapest item? It tells you what's on sale. And some of
1: them are 25% off. Some of them, like it's, I've never been a couponer. My mother was an extreme couponer. Yeah. She would go to three different grocery stores if they have double and triple coupons. Save a lot of money when you're feeding a family. So
0: Target has their own coupon system. Yes. If you go on their app. The Cartwheel. I love
1: sharing this with people because it saves so much money.
0: Uh, does, does Ralph's and, and Pavilion's well, have Well,
1: Sprouts that? does now. Okay. So I'm, I'm assuming they're all, and it's not just clipless coupons because those are on there too. You know, mm-hmm. like. You can get them online. People used to do them that way. Mm-hmm. But if you type in, like in the Sprouts one, what's on sale in the frozen, it all comes up. You just add it to your cart, add it to your cart, add it to mm-hmm. your cart. You check out. They just scan one thing, and it all gets taken off.
0: Wait a minute. They scan your phone. They you scan and your it phone pays for everything, and it takes
1: off all of the coupons that you put in your basket.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. it's oh, okay. really
1: really cool. Like that barcode that I'm showing you at Sprouts. Yeah. yeah. If you put everything, you put everything in here right. in your mobile coupons. There's two that are in there. It'll take them right off.
0: I see. So, so you, don't you have to clip them yourself. Correct. Right.
1: And it and the things that you didn't know that were on sale, because you don't read the circulars the way they did in 1972. Right. They're all in there. You just look it up. And you go, oh my God, Boom Chicka Pop, which is Lily's favorite popcorn, is on sale. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's 25% off. I'm buying three.
0: Wow, you know what I mean? You that's stock not, up, and that's this is not even a paid advertisement. It's not. Either.
1: I'm I the woman in front of me. In what, listen, she still spent three hundred and something dollars. She saved eighty six dollars on that cartwheel thing. And I went, wow. what's that? I downloaded it and never used it. And when I downloaded it and started messing around with it, I was like. Oh my God, for somebody who feeds a family of four, they have organics there too at Target. Mm-hmm. You just have to know what you're shopping for and they what you want. They have food at Target? They do. They have a whole food section. Mm-hmm. Frozen foods. They, I wouldn't buy meats at Target, but they do have organic beef if you eat that stuff mm-hmm. and organic fruits and veg. It's there. I'm assuming
0: all stores must have this now.
1: If if they don't have it, they're going to start having yeah. it because I know for sure Sprouts does and Target does.
0: Wow. It's a really great system. You know, I, you know I, I, it would help me if I... I Freaking hate the grocery store. George, George. Uh, George. actually, my ability to go into a grocery store now is all because of George. Because I, n- I never went in there before I met George. I would go in there for a two-liter bottle of Coke and cigarettes.
1: I am telling you, I hate it more than life itself. You still do? As Still do. Yeah. As a mother, if I let my husband do it, and this sounds terrible because my husband's brilliant. If I don't send him exact brands, exact pictures of the labels, he's going to come up with his own shit. Oh. And then he's going to get it home and I'm going to be like, that's not... What I'm used to cooking with or what I need. Yeah. It'll be similar, but not exactly. So I do it.
0: Well, normally I would not be in the grocery store last night like I was. Yeah, I was going
1: to say, you don't usually no, I, I'm
0: usually there at four o'clock in the morning when I wake up.
1: So they d- that's smart. Do they have deli- like in London, I know Tesco, the big grocery store, delivers.
0: Yeah. So they my all friend, do now. Do they? The, yeah. So when Amazon just do that? does it. Well, because I, I, I when I go in the morning, I'm going for fresh squeezed juice, um, some. Uh, you know, some cream for my coffee. right? And, and, it's, and it's, you know, I don't, I don't mind going so much at four o'clock in the morning because of course in America for people, to, Nobody's you know, we around. get 24 hours.
1: What's open at 4am?
0: Uh, gay pavilions over there in West Hollywood. Really? Yeah. No, it's great.
1: I love pavilions. I love Weg, not Wegmans. What's the other one we have here? The the nice one, not pavilions.
0: Oh, uh, Gelson's. Yes. I yeah. love Gelson's. Yeah.
1: And Gelson's has great pre-made foods too. So if you need something quick, they have a little bit higher.
0: Yeah standard well i do you know that the whole thing of, of of people being civil is a big pet peeve of mine. it's not even a pet peeve it how i mean it's it is the downfall of our culture once people be, are no longer civil then we don't have a society anymore there's a
1: lot of other societies listen we allegedly are the home of the free land of the land of the free home of the brave and mm. and proud to be americans
0: right yes i certainly I, am. I said
1: allegedly because it seems like things are changing, but. Yeah. Um, we're going to fight to not let them change. But with that said, when you go to other countries, things do exist that don't exist here, like common decency. Mm-hmm. In England, they're much more polite than they are here. In Japan, even. I remember. I,
0: I don't know. I don't know no, that. No, that's what you, I'm telling you. Yeah.
1: Australia, like I've never, I'm blessed that I've been able to travel re- through my singing career and through the show. Uh, and you see it, but you don't realize it until you're somewhere else where... If you get into that confrontation in London, somebody go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean it. Like, they don't ever want to say anything that's going to upset you, Mm -hmm. which is a downfall in certain instances over there, too, Mm with people not speaking up and and things like that. But they're so polite and so worried about what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. In our country, it seems, and it's not everybody, we're generalizing here, but we see a a big uptick of I'm in this for me. I am looking out for me and you don't matter. I don't give a shit that you're trying to get through this car, this aisle. My card is there. Don't fucking touch it. Right. There's a lot of that. And it comes from anger. And I don't know why everybody's so angry. I don't know if it comes from
0: anger. I think it comes from just being so narcissistic that they're not even considering that anyone else even exists. I've
1: caught myself out there doing that once or twice where I'll get a text or something and I'll stop in the, in the thing. And somebody like going, "Excuse me," I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't even believe I'm do I'm that right. girl." Yeah, yeah. So well, now see, I pull to the side.
0: Well, because I because when someone, if I have to honk to get you to go through the green light, it's like. You know they're looking at their phone. You're, they're looking yeah. at their phone, and, and you should like, not be doing bitch, that. Your job here is to drive yes. a two th- a two ton vehicle of di- with the rest of us. It's a we talk about weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. you're it's, driving. It's not it. about your Facebook update or right. your tweet saying "What's up?" or oh you, "Oh, you, oh, we I got on the plane." Hmm. It's like, bitch, I know you got on a plane. Your check in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so enough of that. Now, back to some happy things. We got the B 52s coming up. Oh, my God, what a segue. <laughs> right after this. I'm thinking about weapon of mass destruction. Squarespace is making it easy for everybody to make their own website. I love it. So many gorgeous websites. And if a lot of our listeners, will write in at rupaulpodcast at gmail.com to share their websites with us. Mostly because we beg them. Well, we do beg them. But yeah. I I really enjoy seeing them because it gives us an idea of who's listening. And, you know, they're we're a perfect match for Squarespace because it's made for creative people yes. to do what they do best. Creative and, and different thinking, different-minded. Absolutely. And their templates couldn't be easier to create these websites. It's The, the drag-and-drop system is enormously, hugely, i Bigly. Bigly. big. And so uh, you got a letter there from someone. I got it
1: from Joshua. It says, hi, Rue and my and Michelle, my fellow Jersey girl. Oh, holla. Hey. My name is Josh. I've been listening to What's a T since its birth, right out of your creative JJs <laughs> I hear you guys talk about Squarespace an awful lot, and I figured that it would help me start my own blog. Through Squarespace, I use the drag and death dropping platform <laughs> to create a blog. I mean, we already know that we love
3: Joshua. Yes.
1: To create a blog that I'm happy to call my own. I discuss everything from my own personal issues to makeup, movies, LGBT issues, and drag. It's called that thatmillennial.squarespace.com. That's right, that millennial. I am that millennial that speaks their mind and has no problem giving my opinion on the many issues of today. If you want to re- read about my life and also hear my whiny, crybaby, left-winged opinion, <laughs> then look no further than thatmillennial.squarespace.com. I love you both so much. I can't wait to see you at DragCon. P.S., you could do a free trial of Squarespace <laughs> with no credit card required using the offer code RU to get 10% off your first monthly payment. With love, Josh.
4: I love that you I put love
1: that Josh. there. He's
0: fantastic. And I'm a
1: whiny, crybaby, left-wing person too baby
0: <laughs> well the josh this squarespace is made just for you baby you said it in your email it could not be easier and when you're ready to commit to a, a plan just use that to offer code RU for 10 percent off okay we've got our special guest the b52s are here now before we start I'm sure michelle's got to get out of her system i'm just Everything a, a fangirl fangirl that she's gonna fangirl for a minute michelle are you ready to fangirl listen
1: for- here's the thing okay when I was a young misfit girl who didn't have a way or a place or anywhere to go or anybody who understood, I somehow connected with the punk rock scene and I was in central New Jersey where nobody understood it. And before I got to the British punk rock and the sex pistols and all that, B fifty twos was my catalyst. But Woo-hoo. there were new ways.
0: I know. Yeah. It
1: started, we started everything. Punk. It we absolutely started punk. and, and, punk. and Rock Lobster and Private Idaho, those two albums back to back, the B-52s and then uh, what was the second one? Wild Wild Planet. Wild Planet. Those those two albums were so key to me in my childhood and and letting me express myself, which the Go-Go's were too. And those were two main groups in my youth that made me go, it's okay to be weird and different and not care what anybody thinks about me. So thank
3: you for that, you know, being able to identify with that. And that's so beautiful to hear that because we didn't start out, you know, empower people we just started out to amuse ourselves and be a party band and dance yeah and and over the years we've heard so many people say that like you helped me get through life you know through high school through it's true you know oh my god it's just so great to hear now it is great to hear of
0: course you know we're talking to the b-52s kate pearson uh fred and cindy wilson uh you guys have been together for a long time when you started
4: 40 actually our first when we first jammed is uh november of this year, and it's the, the 40th time, I mean, 40th year that we got together. 40 years the, ago. Mm-hmm, we in jammed. college. No, we, no. Uh, I dropped
0: out.
3: <laughs> right. Well, I already graduated. Oh, because um, I was
4: a teenager. No, right, right. <laughs> we all went to Halloween together. Yeah. And um, we wound up going to um, Hunan's Chinese restaurant. We shared one drink because we couldn't afford food. Oh, uh-huh. and, and volcano. we went to um, a friend's. And house and jammed and it's it was 40 years ago in November
0: so now you're saying you guys bought Wandering because it was one of those um, where at the bar where you Flaming go and volcano a and giant so.
2: ceramic tub of volcano. rum
4: drink it was of a vol- rum
2: drink and they had food they, <laughs>
0: they had a buffet there
4: we no, couldn't afford, we couldn't the, afford food. the food <laughs> oh. they had um, what is that uh, Sterno. Sterno in the oh, top yeah. Right. Yeah. So right. It's very exotic. But <laughs>
2: yeah. We thought, oh yeah, this is magic. And it was kinda of magic. It was after that, you know, it was when we just released our, you know, creative juices. Wow. And so and,
4: and that was, was in Athens, living in Georgia. In Atlanta, and I decided. This was in Athens. Athens this was in but I was Athens. living in Atlanta, but after we did that I said, I'm I'm moving back to Athens. Yeah.
0: Because you had already graduated because you're from New Jersey. Yeah, I graduated high school,
4: yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you graduate in Nutley?
4: No, no, no. I went to Shore He's Regional. A nut, I hated it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah. I went to my reunion, and I wind up loving everybody because I'm on antidepressants. <laughs> well, of
0: course. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why were you in Georgia, Fred?
4: Uh, to get out of New Jersey. Just to get <laughs> Well, you said you were a misfit. I was, too. Yeah, Yeah. but you went to Georgia. Well, I wanted to be a a conservationist, and instead I took wildlife management, but now I manage different wildlife. At at, at the
0: University of of Georgia. Yes. They
4: have a good... I could tell you all about soil science. (laughs) I see.
0: And so, now, Cindy, were you in college there also? No,
2: actually, I was um, about... I was working as a waitress in a luncheonette. I was about 19 or 20 when we started... And it just took off, and I never looked back. I didn't
4: go right. back to school already. <laughs> the Whirly, the whirly Q lunchette. Yeah.
0: yeah, so now, now Kate, now how, how much time passed before Rock Lobster was a huge hit? So how much time were you all together before all of that happened and took off?
3: Well, I sort of drifted down. After I graduated from college, mm-hmm. I went around and hitchhiked through Europe and stayed about two years, where I, bre- I met my future ex husband Brian Cocaine. She, was, <laughs> she was, <laughs> Kathy Cocaine. Yeah, was Kathy Cocaine. Kathy Cocaine. C O K A Y N E. He was from Manchester, England. Oh, yeah. I love the name. Manchester York. goat.
0: I'm mad for it. That's <laughs> the <Yeah>. shittiest accent <laughs> I've ever heard. Oh. Stick with Australia. Stick okay. with Australia. <laughs> So you were so you had graduated from college, then you went on a a a journey around Europe, and then you went back to Athens,
3: and then I went to uh, back to New Jersey with Brian Cocaine and a friend of mine. Anyway, wound up we wound up going with a bunch of people to Georgia because they were gonna hike the Appalachian Trail and that's how I got to Athens.
0: I see. So
3: they sort of dropped me off in Athens and one of them said, oh my brother can give Brian a job and we got a house that was $15 a month. It was the Love Shack. It was in the middle of a field. It's no true. running well, water, no heat.
4: It was one of the love shows. Yes. I mean, it was like the love show. No yeah. running
3: water. Yeah. What was that like? It was great. Actually, I had a great well, and I used to go to the well and pour really cold water over my head when it was hot. Wow. And, uh,
0: and were, did you consider yourself a hippie?
3: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was,
0: yes, I was a hippie. And, and we, we were freaks. Yeah.
2: yeah. It was, the word was freaks.
4: So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand yeah. it very well.
0: So, I had um, goats. So, so because of and course, black
4: you, widows in the outhouse. I'm sure yeah.
0: because the folklore, the folklore of the B52s is, is is there's the urban legend, and then there's what you guys are telling me right. now uh-huh. is that the urban legends that you guys were a bunch of students at the University of Georgia, no. and you got together and jammed, and all of a sudden you took off, and and the rest is history.
2: Well, it's kind of true that.
3: Well, we, I went to jammed.
2: school
4: there, but I just I dropped out and stayed. Right.
2: And Ricky uh, took some uh, classes there too. Ricky's right? your brother. Yeah. Yes. And he, he actually went to college in Germany too for a little while. Mm. Language. Yeah. He, yeah. To, uh, ger- you know, German. he
4: learned how to play guitar on pub- watching public television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, the good Georgia, old days. Has-
2: he built his own style and everything.
0: Amazing. So, okay. So, what was the first thing that happened? So, you guys were, you called yourselves a band, and how did you get your record
4: deal? Well, we put out um, Danny Beard, who um, has uh, yeah. waxed DB facts. Records, right? Yeah. yeah, DB Records. He put we out our wins. first single, uh, and it turned out to be one of the best-selling independent singles of that year. Mm-hmm. Of course, we didn't see any money, but well, you <laughs> know, yeah. and, um, it made us big. Made us huge in Australia when we. Finally, put out the album and went to Australia, and they treated us like we were superstars. Yeah, and we're like still playing dinky clubs in America. I remember yeah.
2: when we played Hurrahs in um, New York. Uh huh. And we knew something was starting to change with yeah. our popularity when we looked out the window. You know, it was right after soundcheck, and there was starting to be a line. And I remember Ricky said, "Who
3: are those people out there? What are they doing out there?" (laughs) Someone said, "That's for us." That That line.
0: That's That's the Rock Lobster
4: that's on on uh, YouTube. I see Uh, the live one. Oh, was done at Hurrah's. Yeah,
0: where was it? Was it on Fourteenth Street? Where was Hurrah's? No, no, it was
4: in the fifties. Was it? Yeah,
0: I think. Uh, so the so DB Records put out Rock Lobster. It got some heat, and then Warner Brothers called.
3: Well, we had uh, record we companies. By a lot of different. Yeah, ones. they were coming down. Like Virgin Records, they came down to Athens, and they some. Uh, Sire Seymour Records. Uh
4: huh. We just thought, "Wow, free meals, free dinner." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: yeah. and we had a, a manager who was a friend for, uh, and she her name was Maureen, and she. We, she got a co- hold of a couple of record contract proposals and she said, "Yo, I don't know what to do." <laughs> so we thought maybe we should get another manager and um we played in New York and Talking Heads kind of took us under their wing yeah. and Tina and Chris and you know inv- and wanted us to meet their manager so we Unfortunately. did. Unfortunately. Uh-huh. Anyway, the rest is kind of history. It was, you know, <laughs> everything took off and he signed us to Warner Brothers and also um
4: Island. Chris Blackwell. Chris oh, Chris Blackwell, was Blackwell that's Island. right. Island, Island Records, Yeah, we that's recorded. Right. I was uh, washing pots and pans at the Eldorado one week and going down to the Bahamas the next. Wow. Yeah.
3: And he was the producer, and he was, you know, one of the record companies were signed for Europe and part of the world and yeah. uh, on Island, and Warner Brothers for the United States and most of the world.
4: Canada and yeah. South America. Yeah. So,
3: you know, we, we went to the Bahamas and recorded, and... The, yeah, we started we, a huge tour three we did like weeks. A giant in tour in three weeks yeah. wow What's for funny, thirty
4: thousand dollars oh my god. i know we should have just fine well couldn't finance it ourselves yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we had 30
3: cents yeah.
0: yeah yeah well it's funny because you know i was living in atlanta at the time and uh it, because of your success, Atlanta became this hub. Well, aside from, uh, uh, you know, Athens, we knew Athens, but nobody was going to college. So right. all of these kids from the South, Eastern part of the United States all flocked on Atlanta to become the next B-52s. And it created this whole art team. Well, Atlanta had always had this, uh, uh, you know, eccentrics and this sort of, well, the South is full of mm-hmm. eccentrics, yes. uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. But Atlanta, uh, the Midtown area, you know, we became, we thought, well, we're gonna be the next B-52s. Yes. I love that. Well, I
3: remember seeing yeah. you, Wee Wee pole, and your backup singers, the, the U-Haul, been, and the U-Haul, RuPaul
0: in the U-Haul. Oh man, yes. you were amazing.
3: Yeah. You made a big impression on us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and here we are, all these years later. It's, wonderful. it's crazy. It's really
3: wonderful.
0: It's crazy. Now um, I met
4: you on the bus. That's the 14th right. Street bus traveling yes. in Lahoma.
0: Yeah, the oh, Cross well, that's buses. a Molly crew. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. But I still catch that 14th Street bus <laughs> all the time. It's the best way to get across town, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. Now, okay, so um the band it was it was there were five of you. It was Keith Strickland, uh Ricky Wilson, Cindy Wilson, Fred Schneider, and Kate Pearson. Correct. Were there any other members along the way before
4: We had an opening act, Phyllis who did a uh, drill routine to these boots are made for walking nice and she would come with us Cindy and Ricky's parents had a station wagon named Croton we loaded everything in that including our manager and Phyllis the amazing Phyllis uh-huh. and, and CBGB's <laughs> had never seen anything like that
0: <laughs> now what about the look though with the wigs and the, the costumes and stuff where did that come from
2: we just go ahead no I was just saying we kind of copied it from you know the culture going around us in the south Yeah. Know? And just kind of having good fun with bouffants and with... And health. cheap clothes. I mean, we yeah. weren't we're setting, yeah. stores. That's when you could find mm-hmm.
4: 1940s outs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we yeah. couldn't and, afford
3: anything, yeah. so we went to thrift stores. And I remember Fred and I fighting over this wig that was a box, just a wig box. Uh-huh. And we were tugging <laughs> at that wig.
4: Pants for 50 cents, shirts were a quarter. Yeah. And I had my look uh, was a seersucker suit and a white beater and a broken cigarette that i went to uh, halloween as and that became my look for a while. You
3: can never go wrong with Searside. No, you can't yeah. go wrong with that. But so we now- <laughs> were really inspired by Fellini and also sure. when Diana Vreeland was editor of Vogue mm. and Keith Strickland too, you know, was very inspired by that look and he was the one that came up with the name B52s oh. cuz he had sort of a waking dream of uh, you know this group they're uh, playing they had beehives and they were all playing the organ and someone whispered who's that and he's then he heard this voice say it's
0: the b-52s wow so we
3: we decided that's the name kind of mystical it is is. is. it's
0: great now when you start out something like that at what point in these 40 years at one point did you say to yourself oh my god i'm going to be stuck with these people for the rest of my life well we've been saying that Yeah.
4: Who, who, who else but, would you want to be stuck with? I mean, exactly. But you, know.
2: I'm, I'm a, you know, remember the other night, I was looking across stage. You know, we were—I guess—where were we? Oh, oh Pacific and, Coast and County. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, I, and then amputee. I start. You know, I got outside of you know doing the show. i was saying, I've known these people for forty years. Yeah. And I, you see, uh, the gold in their souls. Yeah. And the eccentricities yeah. too. You know. Oh yeah, we know
1: them well. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah. you push through them, and you all get along and mm-hmm. it's so beautiful to see because think about all the groups and all the yeah. people that have just fallen apart
4: well we've always shared everything we share writing credits uh well, money um well yeah. we wrote. Close. I love <laughs> that. Close. well i didn't share well i yeah. did have a wig mm. but I had it, to was, it was it was
2: co- it was a kind of cooperative definitely yeah and and we, but we did jam we all we write together, which right. is yeah. very unusual for. Yeah. I don't know any other group you know, that writes together. But also, together. we had friends write songs for us. Too. Right, right. But so. and sometimes, you know, we would do harmonies or or vocal melodies. Yeah. Or
4: morning shows. If we you know. were stuck with an idea, we did the Mary Shirley Morning Show. Uh huh. Where? What, what city was that? Uh. Well, we made it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, we had celebrity guests, which was us, and that is yeah.
0: it's crazy. Now, now. Um, obviously that explosion happened in I say explosion because I think of the now explosion Love which was them. the group that oh, really yes. uh, you know uh, really emulated the sort of the format of the B-52s but when you travel around naughtier. the world a little naughtier yes a little naughtier <laughs> But when you travel around the world, did that same kind of thing happen in other cities that you know of because of the B-52s? Were there other pockets around the country that decided, oh, we're going to do a band like that, yeah. too?
3: Akron, Ohio. Akron
0: was yeah. a, is a big rock city. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: and I think that whole punk thing, like Cindy was saying, there was a synchronicity to it, like a thrift store yeah. look, you know, because mm-hmm. people said, oh, we invented that. But I think it was happening. It was in the air and the, you know... Zeitgeist, is that the right word? We we might have been (laughs)
4: because they said we had thrift thrift store chic and we're like...
3: Chic? Chic. Thrift store chic chic. clothes. Yeah. Then finally
4: finally we had clothes made and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we
3: went to designer clothes. (laughs) That
2: called us a tacky little dance band. (laughs) But that was what was so great about it. And then the other bands that started to come
1: over, because I was an 80s kid in living in central New Jersey, we didn't have that. So going to thrift stores was very hard to find by the way where I grew up and then I got into like Madness and these other mm-hmm. punk n- not punk rock but new wave yeah. band that Absolutely. opened to us. they right. were the catalyst and the you know gateway drug to right. punk rock <laughs> right. so I'd have to go like I lived in a certain town I'd have to go four or five towns over just to find a thrift shop yeah. to wow. get like a, a trench coat to put all my pins on and
0: things yeah. like that <laughs> we're, we're going to take a quick break but I just want to quickly ask about that uh, Japanese group called The Plastics oh you yes oh, yeah. they yeah. were a B-52 oh, inspired yes. band.
4: I'm still, still in touch for with them. Us. Really? Just, yeah. And yeah. Um, I think we, they're having an anniversary this year, too. The, yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah, they
3: started the same time we did. They toured with us. Are we they Japanese? And, Are they and, Japanese?
0: And, yes. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm still in touch with them.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. wow. Okay, yeah. we're going to take a real quick break, and I'm going to let you guys have your lunch, but we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with the B-52s. Woo-hoo. Michelle, everybody needs a little extra money, and that's where Lyft, the ride-sharing app, comes into play. You know, you can be your own boss, pick up your own hours, and earn up to fifteen hundred bucks a week driving your own car. Okay, now, listen
1: to this. Unlike other
0: ride-sharing, uh-huh, I know who you're talking about.
1: What's she talking about? Lift with a Y has a tip button in the app so users can actually tip with the lift. And, and by the way, when you tip drivers that drive with Lyft, yeah. they get to keep 100%. How many percents? 100 Percent <laughs> of the tips with Lyft, you don't wait for paychecks. With Express Pay, once you have over thirty-five dollars in your account, you can cash out at any time. Oh, and, I like
0: the sound of that. Yeah,
1: me too. I love cashing out. And Lyft hasn't used political protests as an opportunity to surge prices and profit. Whereas Lyft decided as a company to donate more than one million dollars to the ACLU. Now
0: I really like the sound of that. That's
1: what I'm talking about. And we have a special offer for you. Sign up today at Lyft.com. That's L-Y-F-T.com slash rue, and you'll get a five. $500 new driver bonus after you complete 100 rides within 30 days, which is super, super easy.
0: And I just love that any company that is politically minded, that has a good heart. Lyft is a fantastic company to work for. I just think this is great.
1: I think we found a part-time gig. I think so. Screw the clubs. I can just (laughs) drive Lyft. $500 new driver bonus after you complete 100 rides in the 30 days I'm in. So go right now to lyft.com slash rue and start driving today. Because Rock Lobster I was 79, wasn't it? 78, like it came that. out. 78, it came
4: out. Independent, and then we signed to Warners in 79. Mm.
0: Did you re-record? We're talking the B-52s. Yeah, we re-recorded You re-recorded it. Re-recorded it Pretty and- much
4: live, and then added. We recorded live in the studio, and then maybe... You know, add things on that yeah. needed to be. added. We didn't really
3: right. do a lot of overdubs in. The, yeah, you know.
0: did, did for the original? Is the original, uh, forty-five or whatever it was? Is that like really uh, it's valuable? Four hundred dollars. Wow! Wow! Now, did uh, did uh, Warner Brothers have to buy or Island have to buy Danny Beard out? Yes, no. but
3: luckily he he did get bought out. But for very he was very cheap. I mean, he didn't want to gouge us. Right. One of the few people, you know, really did, was well, fair we and square. Him.
4: I don't think we signed anything. Well, he sold the, he sold the rights the, yeah. to that. Right. You know, but
3: he didn't charge much and he's just fair and square. He, you know, remember him stuffing the records into the sleeves and yeah. sending them to Bleecker Bob in New York. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Bleaker uh-huh. Slob. Uh-huh. Yes. And he said he didn't get them. And we, so we said, oh, he, he didn't pay us because he never got the records. And we went up to New York and there he had them yeah. all in the window. Oh my
4: God. He did that with every band. He would s- have them send records and then just steal them and yeah yeah you know it's we funny all them bleaker slob well you
0: get in the business and you, you first of all nobody can tell you of all the sort of schemes that people will <gasps> oh, run on you have oh, to learn bend, them the hard off. way oh yeah it's the music a
4: business, right? just yeah. the way it is it's a business no it comment. is a business
0: and it's so different now now what would you it tell some kids in Athens or wherever um, what would you tell them now if they were getting into the business what what
4: become a YouTube sensation? <laughs>
0: like, yeah, that would be the only way, right? And, and perform. You have to perform yeah. because yeah. people
4: don't buy; they download everything for free. Right. Yeah. As soon as you put a record out, it's download. So you really have to perform and work on your act. Yeah, yeah. You
2: have to have a good live act, and mm-hmm. that you can make a living. Or
4: rich parents. A yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Now, of course, and we talked about the the Love Shack video. Um, uh, Love Shack was a, a pivotal point for the B fifty two you know, and because, for
2: you too, and
0: for me too. But <laughs> the the lineup had changed. Um, it, it was like almost like a comeback because it was you guys a changed to reprise Records at that point.
4: Well, it actually, is Keith, what changed was Keith went to guitar. Yeah, and we had a touring band, right? With you know, a bass player and all. Yes, that. yeah, yeah. We got the the lineup uh, like that. For backing, uh, going on tour and yeah. stuff. I mean, right. Ricky
3: died in 85. And after that, we didn't think we would... We didn't know if we could go on. Yeah. And then there was some time passed. And then Keith Strickland said, gosh, you know, I have the inspiration to write some music. And he became the one that wrote all the instrumentation. Right. And then we would jam that on... we would the, jam to. We would jam on the
2: lyrics and melodies and harmonies
3: and, and we'd stuff. we'd all arrange
4: and... Yeah. And yeah. a
2: lot of that... such a healing thing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And... Uh, to spend time together and to be creative and and I swear to God I felt Ricky was there Mm. it did conjure back
3: his spirit and a lot of those songs have to do with that time in Athens when we started, like Deadbeat nostalgia. Club.
0: Deadbeat yeah. Club, yeah, yeah, right, in Rome and yeah. all that, yeah. Uh, it's interesting, because I don't remember how I got involved in the Love Shack video. I don't know if it was Danilo who who called me. Probably
4: Danilo, because they had a call, and yeah. I remember you sitting there reading bogue all the time.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it's <laughs> funny, because we, we had worked that night, LaHoma and me, or I don't know who was up there with us. Was LaHoma in it too? I, I, don't rem- I don't remember, because she was in the... Channel Z video. Okay. Right, right. She's in the channel Z video, which came first. That was the first single. Yeah. yeah. And then um I'd been up at the up in the club mm. all night long. <laughs> so of course the, we had to take take a bus up to Poughkeepsie? Was it Poughkeepsie? Uh Highland. It was Highland, yeah, New but York. The bus
2: probably went to Poughkeepsie, maybe. I it, think it was Poughkeepsie and then uh, we picked uh somebody oh. picked Charlotte up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well the long story long is that um of course I had been up all night long because I wasn't I couldn't get up early enough to catch a bus up to poughkeepsie so we all night long party party i may have the clothes i'm wearing are probably the clothes i was partying in perfect you know That's and then perfect. we went up and did this video all day long and uh hearing the song over and over i knew it was a hit did you guys know the song was, we gonna be such was.
4: A hit? Well, i thought I it was i thought it was i our thought song. it was a best song. i mean our yeah. most commercial song i, I yeah. thought it was and a hit and radio wouldn't touch it except for alternative in college the record company didn't get it. Yeah. Um, major radio thought it was too weird.
0: How did, what turned around? What changed? I remember we, playing we it. For...
4: Them. <laughs> I R- went around, instead of doing sound check, I went around begging radio stations and they go, as long as we can play Rock Gloves. Yeah, sure.
3: Sure.
2: Mm, yeah. Well.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember playing it in the studio. REM came to see us in the studio and they said, Oh my God, it's a hit! So I yeah. kind of felt like that's that's really we got the magic for that song.
0: Yes, and and, and the other changeup was uh, Don was was involved yes. and Nile in, Rogers and Niall Rogers because yeah. Nile Rogers did Don, Rome. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Nile
4: did. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, Don did Love Shack and some right. others. Yeah, it's half and half.
0: Yeah. Now, who put you guys with these different producers? Because that was different for you. We
2: interviewed a few people. I remember uh, going out to you with Todd. Todd Rundgren.
3: Really? Larry yeah. Blackman. Really? We met with Larry Blackman from,
0: uh, from, 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 uh, from Cameo. Cameo. Cameo.
3: And I remember he said, well, yeah, I really want to produce you but I have um, you know, a song that I want you to do, a song I wrote that I want you to put on your record. And it was after Ricky had died and his song was called I'm Dead.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> I mean,
3: I love Larry Blackman, I love Cameo. <laughs> Another Atlanta <laughs> yeah, person. It was just, um, yeah. Actually, we consulted this psychic um, who's uh, a mother, of a friend of mine, and she said the spirit guides love whoever this Nile is because she lives in Maine. Yeah. She had no idea. And she said the spirit guides love Nile and they love this Don too. Wow. So we, you know, and we like. Them, I mm, mean, yeah. Nile is just like like he's, br- he's yeah. Oh beast. my God, right. yeah, yeah. God just wonderful, too, so. yeah. Good man, and yeah. Because of the timing, we used both of them, so it just and also for good stuff, so it worked out amazingly.
4: Just know. amazing. And they gave us so many good ideas, you know. Go, you got to get the money shot, and that was the chorus and all. Uh-huh. That, you know? yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> now, when you look back on these forty years, you know, um, in life, it's like life plays back in these little gifts, these little two or three second moments when you look back at the 40 years what are those moments for each of you i'll ask each of you that question do you have like a a a, you know those little gifts they show on the computer you know do you what are those moments for you in these 40 years
4: you want to go, uh, uh, Fred? Well, um, hearing Rock Lobster on the boardwalk at, at, in Asbury Park made me feel like, wow, we've made it. Well, the
0: Asbury is the sweetest of all the berries. It is, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> Thank you for that, Michelle. You're welcome. Thank I you. got yeah. you. <laughs> I
4: asked the police. We did uh, Earth Day uh 1990, <clears throat> I think, I think it was. Earth Day was really the biggest for me. It time. was like a million people. I asked the police. Earth Day went 1990?
0: Performing?
3: Performing?
2: Yeah. Well, you probably you've already done it, but
0: a million people. It was in, it. in Central Park?
4: Working. Yeah, well, I asked the policeman to, because he could gauge a crowd. Yeah. And other people say, oh, no, it's not, it's half a 1000000 like, uh-huh, uh-huh. No, it's a 1000000 uh-huh. But you uh-huh. just said that was
1: 1990. <clears throat> to me, you were superstars way before that. Well, and it's a lot interesting of people did
4: you. know our old stuff. Like, we had yep. a whole new generation. True, yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, to me, it was like, like Fred said, you know, one day working, you know, having, milking my goats in, you know, Athens, Georgia, and then... <laughs> going to the Bahamas, you know, in in this recording studio, just amazing recording studio, and then flash forward, you know, when Ricky died, that was such a horrible... You know, just devastating time and then flash forward we're doing Love Shack and you're in the video uh-huh. you uh-huh. ruled that video you organized everybody <laughs> oh, yeah. got the dance line going well but-
0: what they wanted they uh, they asked if anybody knew how to do there was a, a Soul Train line was supposed to happen yeah. I think it started and I was like no 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 this is how it works <laughs> yeah, you've got you it. have to do two wheels to where people from that end come back to this end yeah. and come around <laughs> and I said right. and that's, that's how right. you do it that's,
4: that's right. what we did in Athens yeah of oh, the Soul Train line oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah,
3: but you snap your fingers and you got everyone in the line, we got it got going. Got going. We got yeah. it. who
0: directed that video? <sighs> oh, because I know that was it, Marcus and Spell did good stuff. Because right, I'm in the right? good stuff video. That was crazy! In fact, so was they funny. had this jib in the good stuff video where it was so much stuff going. It's like talk about Fellini. <laughs> At one point, the jib which is flying around in the in the uh, the ceiling area came and pretty much hit me in the head and almost knocked my <laughs> wig off. Uh, that's yeah, what happens
2: when you're seven feet tall? Yeah, exactly.
0: That's it. But that's Marcus Nispel, or was that yeah. Marcus the the um, the other one? Um, maybe we'll have to Google Yes, no, Adam Bernstein. No, it's Adam He right. did uh, Love Chat. but it was some big top director for um for good stuff. I think it's Marcus Nispel. Marcus,
3: he was, Nis- he was German. Because I remember you kept blowing this whistle and going, you know. We had you know, to like, a foam party. <laughs> foam,
0: foam party. There was foam, there was everything going in the good stuff video. You know what
3: happened after that video? Because everyone was encased in foam, and all these extras and all our friends were in it, and a friend of mine, after he got in the foam his balls peeled
0: oh my <laughs> god don't you just, michelle, I hate when that michelle, happens michelle yeah that happens I to michelle all the time i always
1: say to my husband you're making my balls peel
0: <laughs> so what are you guys doing to commemorate the 40 40th anniversary well, of the b fifty two?
4: Valentine's Day next year and yeah. we'll be in we Australia we better plan
0: something oh uh, we'll be in Australia, Australia. Oh, oh that's wow. fun yeah oh I love Australia oh I love it we're all just you're touring the I whole I think we might country. be in New Zealand yeah. actually well we're, we're doing on.
4: New Zealand and we're doing Australia first then New Zealand yeah okay. Um. so I don't know but we got to come up with something. Yeah, yeah. we've play something big. Because is there a, is it a, a
0: greatest hits storyline or is it a, um, oh, they're coming for us. and We're going to let you guys go. Is there a greatest hits thing? You guys have done one before. We yeah. do all
4: different songs. You know, we like to change the setup and, uh, you know, have fun with it. Well, we yeah. have a
3: live, you know, a live DVD, yeah, the Wild Crowd. And where
0: do you find that? Where can I find
4: that online? Online, now. It just at b52s.com Finder record stores everywhere. Of yeah. course, <laughs> if you could the find one that one. exists, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And we yeah. have a live album out that just came out on CD called uh, Live 1979. It's a show we did that they it's a CD. happened to find. Yeah, it oh was, wow, it was released on record store day. So there's a vinyl of three thousand limited edition. Oh, oh, edition, and vinyl's oh, back. You
1: know, it is. vinyl is oh, back. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So you, you can find this stuff vinyl.
0: at B52s.com is that yes the, yeah? well iTunes is probably a better bet yes okay <laughs> yeah well thank you guys so much thank, thank you for you. being you. In, in, entertaining us all these years and inspiring so many kids Absolutely. to come after you and to do their own thing I'm still I'm sure it's still happening we oh, it is. see we, we lots of young people yeah. Well, yeah it's okay
2: to be different and
4: it's okay mm-hmm. to be creative and yeah we get thank all have the time fun. And, and we're like you wow. deserve it. that's great uh, Dessert. love Especially it. Especially when you go the middle of middle America, it's like, I yeah. know yeah. exactly. Well, we see
3: lots of little kids, lots of uh, kids now in the audience and not looking bored. You know, they are no, no yeah. words and they're dancing. So. You know, it's good stuff, and it never so. gets old. Yeah, they're
4: it's the amazing. Ones like I love... Drumsticks, too, not the ones with their cell phone just standing there Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. a new way to watch a concert, you yeah. know, <laughs> exactly.
0: Kate Pearson, Fred Schneider, Cindy Wilson, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you, you, you are the best, uh, forever a fan. Yeah. Forever. Forever. we're fans of you.
4: And how many Oscars did you get for um, Star Booty? <laughs>
0: Go ahead, tell them. Maybe Oscar Mayer
4: Hot Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. I oh, love you it. You have good taste, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's
0: our kind of movie. All right, that was fun. So fun. Bye, machine. Bye, baby, bye. Bye. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on
4: iTunes.
0: If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.